Hello there. I can't hear you. Are you talking? I can't hear you, Jeremiah. I can't hear you, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Oh, I can hear you. How about now? What? Are you demon? I'm going to put my evil inside you. Wait, are you about a size 14? (laughs) Oh no, but here's a a great one. I think it's trying to remember which one it doesn't. Um, is it this? Nope, maybe. You'll never guess what I bought today. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, guess Uh, where I'm recording, Jeremiah? Is it the, your creepy uh, garage? Maybe. Yes. No. Possibly. Hello. Hey. So my Wi-Fi like decided I was too far away, even though it's telling me I have a strong signal. Uh, guess where I'm recording, Jeremiah? I don't know, Caleb. Where are you recording? I'm. Well, I'm trying to record in my garage that we had built. Oh, that creepy, like, petter-ass garage that you have? Yeah, Jeremiah, I'm in my garage. Ah, little Mark Marin. Was that a luck? Hey, folks, I'm in. Yeah. Jeremiah, tell me about wearing a mask. Now, I can do whatever I want when I have this on. I can see you, or you can't see me, but I can see you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I had my fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I bought that earlier today, specifically for the show. All right. Well, I guess now we should probably start. <laughs> yeah. All right,
welcome back. We've kind of <clears throat> we've kind of had a little break here, um, and we're back. Uh, well, this is the normal show podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremiah. You're cutting out a lot, Jeremiah. Is that because of you or me? I can't hear you. So if you're talking, then um, I'm really disappointed in your work ethic. Jeremiah, you're doing this on purpose, aren't you? You're trying to kite. You're trying to sabotage me. Is this about me, Jeremiah? Is this about me? All right. Well, I'm just gonna wait until you get your act together. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear what I'm saying? I can hear you, Jeremiah. You're finally here. No, like I was there the entire time. I could hear everything you were saying. I couldn't hear you. That that that's crazy. <laughs> I like you, Kayla. <laughs> but you're crazy. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> I hope you still have all the stuff uh, from earlier because it was gold. Yeah, I as as long as it was coming in, I should be able to splice right. it together. All right, that's great. All right, uh, so shall we start the show? Well, we can try again. All right. Um, uh, welcome back, welcome back, everybody. It's it's been a minute, but uh, I am one of your hosts, Jeremiah. Joined with me, Caleb, and this is the normal show. We're back. This is my show. It says that, well, it's the Tom Green show is your favorite show because it is your show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, we had a bit of a hiatus there. Um, just schedules not really working out and things coming up. Um, and But hey, you know what? We're, we're here now. And uh, um, what's been new with you? Um, nothing. I nothing? I hate uh, my bosses. Hey, you, you're gonna put that out too. Okay, that's that's bold. Uh, <laughs> that's is that on the record or off the record? <laughs> What's that? So is that on the record or off the record? <laughs> yeah, on the record to their face. I hate you. Hmm. All right. Well, um, I uh, well, it works when I go out there. What's that? Nothing, just talking to the riffraff. Yeah. Um, as we were talking about earlier, I got my uh, both booster and flu shot today. And right now, you know, it, well, to, you know, to do the famous joke, and boy, are my arms tired because they really are. Like, I, like, I, you know, because I got them in two different arms and I already, uh, there was a bit of a disaster earlier. Um, I was trying to drain grease into a um, glass jar because, you know, you should never pour grease down the drain. If you do that, you're okay. Is everything okay. <laughs> yeah, they're just being loud. Um, but no, as I was saying, you know, you should never pour down pour grease down the drain because it clogs in. If you do that, you're you're kind of an a-hole. Um uh but uh as I was trying to, you know, grab it, uh grab the, the jar I had that already had some grease in it. Uh, I kind of extended my arm up just enough to where, you know, that, that sort of achiness you have after getting a shot 
kind of like limited my mobility and it kind of it caused a hitch in my shoulder and because the glass was was a little greasy you know it slipped out of my hand and went right into my sink so pretty much half of a pickle jar of grease went right down and i of course Mm, you're gonna need lots of liquid draino yeah well no uh, i just i poured i boiled water and just poured it down there so hopefully that took care of it uh, you can you can guess you can probably imagine what i immediately said as i did that <laughs> um you know, god bless hard. america uh but no so that you know that kind of sucks so i'm like, like really sore right now and i'm kind of feeling a little loopy you know from the from the shots i never really get this thing that everybody says like, oh man i get chills and i get all that stuff i've never gotten those i mean i have kind of gotten like the like i said kind of like the lightheaded feeling um mm-hmm. but it, that's about and it, it comes and it, it, it immediately leaves um of course granted i also do the pfizer so i don't know i know a lot of people are having like that's more of a moderna thing i guess but i've also heard some people have issues with pfizer but i don't know not me not me yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, so we actually do have, you know, we've kind of, you know, we, we, you know, last few weeks, we've just kind of been sticking to like kind of, Hey, this week in the entertainment. Um, but this, this week we actually do have a sort of a project homework that we did to kind of like compile the list. Um, I don't know if we do want to do that now, or should we save that towards the end? Uh, well, we can, uh, we could save that a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Is there we anything can, we, we want to talk little, about first? We can talk about, you know, because we haven't we haven't really talked about She-Hulk in a while. Uh, and uh, and also, have you watched any of Andor yet? No, I haven't yet. I haven't gotten to. And I, I'm an idiot because I literally now just realized it's spelled out and or. Yeah, and or. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I never got that, but it's like, oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> I will say this really quick about Andor. Um, it's an interesting show. Um, definitely not like anything I've ever seen in the Star Wars canon. Uh, uh, because this one, you know, usually when you watch a Star Wars show, it's a ride. Like it is like, you know, you are, you're, it's, or it's almost like a car chase. Like everything is just like, it's going, 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 going. There's never really any lulls. And Where, it's, it's always the, like, like moving Tinker forward. Taylor soldier spy. Yeah, like this one is a little because yeah, it's about more of the spice of so a lot of character uh, development, character building. So there is a lot of kind of you know there, there's there's a lot of like kind of okay, we're not we're we're going at a slower pace. Like the pacing is much, uh, you know, it's taking its time. Uh, that's why I really feel like that's why the the first three episodes were released all at once because you know in the first two episodes it's building, 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 then finally in the third something happens. Uh, you know, I watched the. <laughs> Exciting. Yeah, I watched the last one, the fourth one that came out uh, last, uh, like Wednesday, Tuesday, whatever. Um, and uh, I remember thinking, "Wow, this is kind of they're taking their time." Uh, but it's definitely, I mean, it's not. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, it's just different, you know. Just because, like, I, I can see how some people who watch Star Wars would be like, "When are they going to get to the fireworks factory?" You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, but no, like, I like I, I like the direction it's going. I'm interested to see. I mean, and of course, I think it's like. I think it's a 12 a 12 about an issue a 12 episode uh series so they've had time they have they got time to tell their story um and uh uh something too i noticed that i've never seen in any other star wars uh be it movie or show 
this is the first time you really see a drunken hookup and then the morning after uh because you never really see that in star wars uh in, in star wars uh uh, uh shows or or, t- or movies uh in, in the past and uh and yeah i remember thinking oh no well, this is a little this is a little more mature i mean granted they don't i mean they don't actually show the the sex scene but like it's it's pretty much it's all but implied you know <laughs> mm. um that is different yeah uh and it's very it's much you know whereas whereas all the other star wars stuff have been kind of lit even Mandalorian is as kind of gritty as it was. Like it's kind of brightly lit in certain areas, uh, whereas this one seems very dreary. And kind of like, in the, in the, even Rogue One was kind of like that because I know it's the same showrunner or the, the showrunner that's a guy who who directed Rogue One, and and that one was kind of a dreary setting too when you look at it. Um, but uh, but no, it's interesting. Uh, I like where it's going. Interested to see where it goes from here. My, here comes my train. Sorry, I took my window unit out, so the sound of the train is going to be more prevalent. Let me tell. Yeah, it's okay. It goes by in like half a second. Yeah. So, um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, so She-Hulk, are you all caught up? Uh, yeah. We've the last one was uh, the self-reflection episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're only. I think... It was. It was interesting that they introduced porcupine. Yeah. But uh, I have an issue with who they introduced, like how they introduced him. Because some of these. Well, I mean, a little bit, but it's like I was kind of hoping in. So in recent issues of Spider Woman. Uh, the character that is porcupine, his name's like Roger or something. Um, was Stavak? kind of something of, huh? Roger Staubach? Yeah, Staubach, that's right. Yeah. No. Um, but uh, he was kind of a love interest for Spider-Woman. And in the show, if they introduce this character, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I guess maybe they're not going to go that route for yeah. if they ever have a movie or a TV show for Spider-Woman, but I was kind of hoping they would. Um, but anyway, I don't know. They could always change it. Yeah. Or a different porcupine. Um, but yeah, and, and we're, you know, we, we see Wrecker from the Wrecking Crew and how supposedly he's reformed. Um, and, you know, he's kind of, because he's all namaste now. Yeah. Um, and then, well, and then we also have the introduction, finally, of hey, a vampire. Nope, namaste. Yeah. <laughs> we, we also now have, I forget the name of the guy, the character, who says oh he's a vampire so we now have like which i think is also kind of a setup for the blade stuff to establish that okay yeah vampires are real um and then what was the man bull and the matador or whatever it was yeah which are characters i think um yeah. but uh and i know that's not their names but uh but yeah, the uh yeah so it's oh. kind of an interesting yeah but but granted then you find out that the guy who uh, seemed to be interested in Jen was more than likely yeah, just. I, uh, I mean, you, yeah, I know. Oh, I, I think it was fairly clear, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and yeah, and and the thing is, I think they're setting up because you know we're going to see the leader uh, in the new. They've already it's already announced that he's going to show up in the next Captain America movie. I have a feeling that's who we're who we're setting up because in the comics, yeah. the leader was always 
um, you know, obsessed with getting the Hulk's blood. And even in, even when they introduced him uh, in this universe in the Incredible Hulk movie, remember all the blood he'd cloned and was using in his experiments. So I have a yep. feeling that's going to be revealed as, oh, he's the person in the shadows. He's the guy that that hired the the wrecking crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows? Well, and the other thing is too is uh, you know they're like you know they're they're doing that um oh what is it uh the thunderbolts movie is coming out yeah and i don't know if you heard the rumor about you know there, there, there's possibly going to be red hulk and which means they would be bringing thunderbolt ross back have you heard who they're pursuing to be thunderbolt ross uh yes but i can't remember who right now well i mean oh yeah harrison uh, ford which i could be thunderbolt ross my family (laughs) i want my gamma rays back my gamma rays back (laughs) find that i have a feeling that red hulk when he's angry he's gonna be doing a lot of pointing yeah he'll be pointing a lot (laughs) you find that man (laughs) but but yeah which i could see i mean you know, yeah. it would be interesting. I, mean, I don't understand why they don't just get Sam Elliott back. But, I know that's. I've seen a lot of people say that they were like, "Just bring yeah. Sam Elliott back." Because he, he actually was perfect in that role. I mean, not, I not, that. That, not that William Hurt didn't do a good job. I mean, he actually did yeah. a fairly decent job. But Sam Elliott was the original, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I mean, they're going to go. I mean, I guess you know, Harrison Ford needs a paycheck, you know, because. You know, Indy Indy's gonna be. Well, I thought he was winning. retiring after that. Well, uh, you know, Caleb, man, always retiring. Adriana Jones. But, uh, I crashed another plane. I need a paycheck. I got my weird bird-like <laughs> wife to support. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are they? Damn what you together? Man. Yeah, they're still together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He left his other wife though for her. But... <laughs> Oh, such a weird pairing, but but no, so I don't know. Like, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. And it, there's only, I think, uh, two more episodes uh, left, uh, and we still haven't seen Daredevil yet, even though we know. Well, he's they've it. already said it's uh, people, and of course, all these stupid clickbait sites are like fans are in an uproar that they haven't done Daredevil in this episode. And it's like, no, nobody cares, and the only people that care are stupid like Russian bots or whatever. Yeah trolls on on facebook it turns out the russian yeah he's potato (laughs) Uh, but they've already said it was going to be a episode like eight or nine before he came in so people expecting to see him earlier it's like just shut up (laughs) shut up (laughs) shut up um but yeah so i don't know like i like the fact that you know because a lot of people are kind of like i don't know about this it's like it's meant to be satire. That's the whole point. I think a lot of people are like, Where's the yeah. it's like, it's kind of making fun of superheroes in the same yeah. way that Deadpool is making and fun of superheroes. It in the first episode, it's a lawyer show. Yeah. Like that's the whole point is that it's not a superhero. Yeah. And, show. and I mean, the whole, and, and clearly they're working. I mean, she, she clearly has had a superhero suit made. So they're working on, and she's, you know, the whole point is she doesn't want to be a superhero, but clearly there's going to be something where she's forced to step up mm-hmm. and become the hero, you know? Yeah. The hero she was always meant yeah. to be. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's just stupid dude bros who can't get over themselves and, yeah. and enjoy anything outside of their myopic little fan base 
And they're not really fans. They're just people who get on there and love to complain. Yeah. And have probably never even read a single episode of Avengers or She-Hulk. or anything. Right. Yeah. Reading episodes is what I love to do all the time. Yeah. Or excuse me, read an issue. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> I watch, watch issues and read episodes. Yeah. Did I mention that I'm all are... loopy from drugs right now? <laughs> from <laughs> life-saving drugs. Read episodes and watch issues. Uh, but anyhow, I guess the shoe's on the other hand now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, I'm trying to think if there's any other thing in like shows that oh um i did watch the first episode of the new interview with a vampire have you checked that out oh um it's vampire interviews well you said you've seen the original one though right no really you never did no i never watched it yeah um i will say this they kind of update they updated it because louis is because the character the actor who plays him is i forget if he's if he's mixed race or if he actually is completely black, but he's definitely of, of um, uh, black descent. Um, and so they, they kind of switched the era and what, cause the, the original one, like he's supposed to be from like the 1700s. Um, that's why Brad Pitt plays him. Uh, and um, in this one, because, you know, like I said, he's a, an actor of color. They, um, they, they place it in like the early 1910s. Um, and so like in new Orleans, so that way it's like, okay, this is at the point where yes, there would be people, um, you know, uh, uh, black, black society members who were making money, uh, in new Orleans at this time. Um, and, uh, it's like, I will say this, it, you know, where the other one kind of, because of the time it came out, you know, and there was the whole thing of like how Lestat and Louis essentially are sort of polyamorous lovers, like. I think it's it's implied that they're they're bisexual, and you kind of see that in the original one. Like there are like these very homoerotic moments, but they never really it never gets any but further than that, like what true vampirism actually is. Is it turns you bisexual? Oh yes. Okay. Well, as long as it doesn't turn you into a crazy bad lesbian like Gotham. Oslo, uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, but the, you know it's it was Anne Rice's whole thing was like how like she wanted them to be kind yeah. of like oh you know, very, very, uh, gender fluid and like, you know, like, uh, bisexual, uh, characters. And, and, you know, in the one that came out in the nineties, it's like, it's kind of hinted at like this, there's some very homoerotic moments in it. And like, there's, but they never actually, there's never actually a thing like where they kiss or they actually like have contact this one though. (laughs) There is a full on, like we're flying in the air and we're having sex. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) <laughs> they, you know because the times have changed so they go with it and i'm like well i respect your i respect your choice on that <laughs> yeah. that was so 90s yeah like, but but i don't know like I, like the i've always said the and the first one it's a long one too like i i, I watched it before i went to bed last night thinking oh this will be a eh, this was probably like you know 40 minutes it turned out it was like an hour and a half long i'm like yeah, the sun's starting to rise, and that's how I knew I wasn't a vampire. Um, but, but, uh, but no, I mean, it's anyway, it's off to it's off to an interesting start. I've like I said, I've only seen the first episode. Um, that, like I never read the book because um, I re- I just I wasn't really a huge Anne Rice fan, even though I mean she was one of like the highest selling authors of all time. You know, it's a good credit where give credit where credit's due. Um, but uh but yeah i don't know just it 
like, I'll, I'll, like they're i think there are three episodes in so like i'll i'll check it out see how i feel but i i know like they're they're kind of also putting uh like kind of modernizing it where um COVID actually plays a big like they mentioned COVID in the opening of the first episode and it kind of plays a role in it i can't woke um, culture yeah <laughs> but uh but no i mean it's interesting. I'm, I, it's another one that I'm kind of like intriguing. Let's see see how it goes. Um, Walking Dead came back. Apparently, there's only a handful of episodes left. The um, fun episodes. Yeah, but then there. But then there's. But here's the problem with that. Now it's like you can't shock anybody about who's gonna die because <laughs> we already know that Maggie and Negan are gonna live. We already know that right. Carol and Daryl are gonna live. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> and their and her other brother Daryl. Yeah, and uh, well, and and because I guess they're also giving Michonne and Rick are going to have a show now, you know. Right. And it's like, well, so, we knew that for years, though. Yeah. Well, Rick was, yeah. Well, Rick was supposed to have. They were, well, originally those were going to be like a series of movies that he was supposed to have, but I think now there's like, ah, we'll do a show, because mm-hmm. um, they're going to be like AMC made movies. Bye. Um, but uh, but yeah. So it's, it's kind of like when you're watching this and like you see certain characters in peril, you're like, I oh, know they're not going to die. You know, it's like yeah. they should. That was their biggest mistake. Was they should have kept all that stuff secret until yeah, the show yeah. ended. Yeah, exactly. You know, but because now it's just like you've you've killed any suspense. I mean, I never, never in my life did I ever think Daryl or, or you know Norman Reedus was character Daryl was ever in any danger of dying because he's the most popular character on that show. And it'd, yep. be, like, it'd be like killing off uh, what's his face Patrick Duffy from uh, Dallas. You know, whenever they they kill him off, the ratings just uh, go you know yeah, spiraling down. So it was down. all a dream. Yeah, exactly. That was that's where that whole thing of like it was all a dream came from. <laughs> so, oh, but yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I I, I I I've been riding that bus since day one. So I will yeah. I will take it to the last stop. Um, and I, mean, I, you know, I'll I'll catch up on those eventually, but I just they lost me with that seventh season. And which one was, was that? The was that that Negan was that or? was the one where well that was the one with Negan, but it was like the second half of it where they finally have the war, and yeah. it, just the way it played out was yeah just so bad, and um we just that both Carrie and I were just kind of like yeah let's pursue other interests for a while. Yeah. And yeah. then we just never got back into it, and so eventually, yeah, maybe really, we will. The only show I've ever really done that with was Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> because I was just kind of like, yeah, no, <laughs> like, and I, <laughs> you know, because like, I for a while there, I really was like, I, I really did kind of commit to all the CW stuff because I really enjoyed, uh, you know, I enjoyed Arrow. Uh, it, it kind of got off the rails towards. Did you ever end. watch Star or, or Star Girls? Yeah, start. Yeah, actually, I did. Like, um, I think Which I'm caught. I don't know if I'm. What was Joe McHale in that? He was in that. Yeah, he plays Starman. Okay. Yeah, because he's 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 Starman, which I yeah. think. Oh, he's Starman. He's Starman. Oh, excuse me, got gassy here. Um, which I think the new season of that is coming out soon. That one I don't mind so much because that that one actually it's its own thing. Um, mm-hmm. and I mean, and it's meant for once again that one's kind of meant for a younger crowd because all the all the kids are teen or all the superheroes like teenagers, you know, yeah. like they're supposed to be in high school. Except for Joe um, McHale. 
Yeah, except for Joel McHale. But and then and, and you got Luke or you got Luke Wilson, you know. <laughs> oh Luke Wilson's in it, huh? Wow. Yeah. See, but you're doing Owen. <laughs> I'm trying to because they even like even <laughs> I'm like I'm trying wow. to oh, yeah, because he's he's kind of more like, hey, we yeah. follow get out of the way. Yeah, that's right. Wow, did you make that up? I yes <laughs> I did. You know. <laughs> um, but anywho, um Oh, what was it? Uh, I can't. That's my train of thought. Um, but no, Legends of the Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow, like like either the second to last season or like a couple of seasons towards the end, it was just getting. I mean, it was always kind of a goofy show anyway. Um, but man, it got to the point where I'm like, one, barely have any of the original cast members on the show anymore. Two, it's like these these plots are getting pretty far held, you know, far out there and not even really making that much sense anymore. It's like, it's just, it, it lost a lot of, it, 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 I felt it was, it, it just wasn't, I mean, like I said, it was never really meant to be like, kind of, it was meant to be more of a fun show, but it's just like, this show's not fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just not funny. It's just not fun. Um, but yeah, that was really the only show where I ever like, like normally I'm like, no, I will. If I started this, I will finish it no matter how much I hate it. I.e. Gotham, but it was one of those things that we've talked. I know we probably talked about on the show before, where immediately after I finished Gotham, I was just kind of like, "My life, <laughs> yeah, I want <laughs> my life back." Yeah, like the, the Mister Show sketch where like they're come on, come on, and they like, grow old together, and then one of them dies. Is ah, I guess he wasn't a see after all. <laughs> Bartender, oh, my <laughs> life. <laughs> Oh god. Uh, but uh but yeah. Um uh trying to think should uh, should we do the the RIPs do? now? Let's see. Um, sure. Okay. I mean I made a list. Hopefully I'm not leaving anybody out. Uh, I know there's a brand new one today, which we could probably save her towards the end. Um, let's see here. Yeah, there's been. So, a, I mean, there haven't been so many, but there have been a, while, a few been, since we haven't recorded yeah, in like a month. At least, I mean, like with my count, I have here at least four, counting the one that happened today. So, um, I guess I'll start with uh, with this one, uh, uh, rapper Coolio passed yeah. away um let's see let me get let me bring he was him 59 up. i believe yeah. yeah um and kind of i think a lot of like it, it was cardiac arrest um i think they they were kind of implying that it may have been cocaine related but i you know i'm not really sure because huh. uh, like he he had chest he was in, he was in the bathroom i mean it's, it's suspicious whenever apparently the report he was in the bathroom with several people and then complained about chest pains and then uh when he came out he you know he had a heart attack so i don't know i mean kind of suspicious but you know i wasn't there you know so i can't i can't say anything but uh but no he was a guy who was who was huge in the 90s had a lot of hits like you know probably the most well known for uh gangster's paradise which was on the um uh what was that dangerous, dangerous minds. minds soundtrack and then, of course, 
famously parodied uh, in Bad Hair Day, which sidebar was the very first CD I ever bought uh, by, in, by, Weird, by Weird Al with called Amish Paradise. Yeah, which was which hilarious. Actually, yeah, and caused controversy at the time because it, it, it turned out that I guess there was some like weird with, within the within like the, the 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 chain of getting it approved. Some there was uh, some communication failure or something, but because Weird Al Yankovic wouldn't have even attempted it um without permission you know because that's because he's you know the guy's been doing this for years yeah. he covers all his bases so i guess like his people talked to coolio's people um and they got the approval uh and then when the song came out and this, and this is one of those things where a lot of people are suspicious that he just didn't like it he thought it made made too much fun of the, like, well this this demeans what the song's about or whatever and then he immediately said oh i never approved it and then got really mad. Yeah. Uh, well, and I read something us. about that. Like after he died, um, you know, somebody asked him in an interview a while back about that. And he was like, man, I was stupid. You know, that was, I was just being young and uh, yeah. egotistical. He was like, I mean, come on, it's weird. Al Yankovic. He's parodied like Michael Jackson and all these other greats. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I let him do it? You know? Yeah. And, and, and so, and so he, picture. you know, he was, he was like, yeah, I let that go pretty quick. Yeah. So, but it, it still persists, you know, that controversy, but he was yeah. like, yeah, I let that go pretty quick. There's a picture that was going around uh, on the internet after he died. I think Weird Al, Weird Al had posted it even like where it's the two of them sitting at a table next to each other, like smiling. <laughs> so clearly there wasn't bad blood for long. Um, yeah, no, he he realized, you know, he got he was like, oh, wh what am I doing? Like, this is yeah, this is great for my song, you know. Yeah, and exactly. and he goes, and it's pretty damn funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was this happened back on the twenty eighth of of September. Uh, he was fifty nine years old. Um, he says it says on here undisclosed, but I remember the article I reading. It was suspected that it was cardiac arrest. So, mm. uh, but yeah, yeah, he died. He died for my birthday. Yep. Which was actually the next day. Well, the day, yeah, it was the day before. Yeah. Well, I know <laughs> that's what he died on the birthday. Yeah. And I said, which my my birthday was the next day. Yeah. Before. Um, you wished him to die for your birthday? Like, no, I didn't wish um, him to. He <laughs> died before my birthday, oh. and then the next day was my birthday. It's two days before the I day after tomorrow. I, I think he could have gotten you a better <laughs> present, but that's you know, today. That's that's just me. Mm. Uh, but anywho, uh, but yeah, so 39, that's still pretty young. Sad to see, sad to see that, you know, he, he went so young, but at the same time, you know, he has like, you know, he's got like several hits and probably, you know, like I said, but you know, he, yeah, like I'm rambling. Um, you know, he, he had several major hits and got parodied by Weird Al Yankovic and not a lot of people can say that. So R.I.P. Coolio. Um, next on the list, I have. Let's see where who do I have here. Um, a famous character actor and played a lot of. Always played kind of the heavy more uh, more more than not. Uh, Henry Silva. Uh, and if you're not familiar with Henry Silva, I guarantee if you saw his face, you would you would recognize him. Let's see, H E N R E. So, yeah, he, um, like I said, always seemed to play the bad guy. In fact, there are two movies directed by um, a director named uh, Andrew Davis, who did The Fugitive, 
in which uh, Henry Silva plays the bad guy. And they're both, I always love this because they're essentially the, both the exact same movie. It's Code of Silence with um, Chuck Norris and Above the Law with Steven Seagal. And Henry <laughs> Silva plays the villain in both of those. And they're kind of a similar thing. They're both Chicago-based, both these guys that are supposed to be, oh, the, the one good cop in a, in a dirty town. <laughs> Yeah, and Henry Silva. Who knows karate, kung fu, yeah. martial arts? And Henry Silva is the villain in both of them. Uh, and he like I, there actually is. I will say this: um, if you have time to listen to it, and if you if you're if you're familiar with the Word Balloon podcast, um, John Suntress, and I forget who he does it with. It's like two other guys that I think are really, they're they're part of something called Kinescope, uh, po- a podcast called Kinescope. Um, actually do a whole episode on Henry Silva and that's, it's worth listening to. Um, and they kind of talk about how he was one of those guys who's because I think in reality, he was Sicilian and Hispanic. Um, like, like that was, that was like his, his heritage, but because of his look, cause he had very high cheekbones, he would play a lot of like, he would play multiple ethnic roles. Um, Famously, in the Manchur- the original Manchurian Candidate, he plays. Um, uh, uh, I believe it's. I think was it China was. Were they the one? Were they the bad people in Manchurian Candidate? Uh, well, since it's called Manchurian Candidate, I would guess. Yeah, I would assume that. Uh, I couldn't remember. If it was like China or North Korea or whatever. I knew it was an Asian, or or, or it may have even just been an unknown Asian country, <laughs> an undisclosed. Asian the country, country of Manchuria. Yeah, but um, but anywho, uh, he played one of like the agents, like like people who you know, like one of the bad guys, but and he was he did not have a lick of Asian in him. <laughs> So, and, and, you know, he would always be on like Twilight Zones and Outer Limits. Um, mm-hmm. And God, like his his filmography. Um, let me find it here. Uh, where is it? I don't know. It, it's like, yeah, he got 140, 140 movie roles. Um, and like I said, he would always, he was in Dick Tracy. He played uh, Influence, which if you see him, you know, you know exactly which one he is because he still has, as I said, those like very like hauntingly high cheekbones. Um, he also uh, was the first actor. Go ahead. We're, we're, we're moving on. That guy. We already... <laughs> I, just, I had to get it out. Thank you for, thank you for, you know, uh, besmirching Henry Silva's legacy. <laughs> it doesn't besmirch it. It just adds to it. Yeah. But he He's was a... also, well, first off, he was in the original Ocean's Eleven. Uh, he was one of the eleven. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, he was one of the eleven. And mm-hmm. uh, then also made a cameo in the. Um, I think he's in like the fight. Like he's one of the audience members during the fight. Um, in oh, really? the Remake. Yeah, bo- yeah, boxing spectator. Hmm. Um, which was actually his last. That was his last role. Was was uh, it was his cameo in that. Um, and then uh, this is something that I find really interesting that uh, not a lot of people realize. He was the first actor to ever play Bane uh, because in um, Batman, the animated series back in 90, or let's see, when, when did he do that specifically? I want to get the year right. Uh, it's 94. Um, you know, this, this was when, this was at the height of like, you know, in the comics, I feel like it had only been a year or two since the whole, like, you know, the man who broke the bat uh, mm-hmm. story came out. So, you know, they, and I feel that this one was like an extended episode, but I just remember it being a big deal. They're like, oh, 
this is, but you know, we're gonna show, we're gonna show this Bane for the Bane. first time. Yeah, and like they made, they really hyped it. Um, and I remember them like, you know, them, you know, making a big deal about how he, you know, he when he shows up, like Killer Crocs in the episode, and Killer Crocs like, oh, what are you gonna do? And he makes short work out of Killer Croc. Um, but yeah, like Henry Silva was the was the voice, and he voiced him uh, in in the Batman in that episode. Then he also did an episode of uh batman and robin uh the new or the new new batman adventures or the one where where it's got robin and batgirl and it's the the nightmare episode the one like where uh batgirl has the you know she gets gassed with the scarecrow stuff and she dreams that oh uh you know i that she dies and you know the uh uh uh, commissioner gordon takes the mask off and realizes it's her and then and then goes after Batman, you know, because yeah, yeah, you know the one, yeah. you know the episode I'm talking I know, about. Yeah, I know yeah. that. Episode. And then, so then Gordon, you know, f- figures out that it's Bruce Wayne, and he's hunting them down. And so he he goes and he um, recruits uh, Bane to try to destroy Batman. And then, of course, you know, of course, the big twist being that oh, it, it was all a dream. You know, it was it was her. You know, it was her having the nightmare from the from the Scarecrow's gas or whatever, but. But yeah, and then he was also on an episode of Superman where Superman had to pose as Batman, and I remember that like him going "Huh?" whenever he beats whenever he he beats up Bane. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he like I said, he he was ninety five years old, had one hundred and forty uh, one hundred and forty acting credits, um, and also let's see here, I guess well, some of his additional footage. But yeah, no, I mean that dude, that dude worked. Um, and he was, like I said, he was one of those guys from like early television who would be on a thousand different shows. You know, you'd see him on another a show of the week. You know, I'm surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he was on Andy Griffith. You know, yeah, he was probably on Love Boat. Everybody yeah. was on Love Boat. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah. So Henry Silva, R.I.P. Uh, the other one I have. This one was. Oh, I guess I should say when did he die? It was. Oh, go back. Um. So he died back on uh, the twenty third. He was the, died on the twenty third, or, or excuse me, the fourteenth. He was so he uh, he was going he was about to be ninety six, but he did not make it. Unfortunately, did not make it to his ninety six year ninety sixth birthday. But it was back on September fourteenth when he passed away. Um, and oh, and this is the thing too. I think we made this. We we made. I think I told you about this. Is that I was actually just thinking about him days before he died. I was like, huh. That guy's still alive. So Yeah, you I'm killed sorry. him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and a movie I forgot. And I, I can't I oh I can't believe I forgot to mention this. If you really want to see Henry Silva at his best, watch the movie Alligator. You I mean you should just watch that movie anyway, because it's a freaking great, terrible movie. If you ever wanted to see a, a kid being thrown off of a diving board and into an alligator's mouth, that movie's right up your alley. But Always. But no, Henry Henry Silva in Alligator plays like sort of the quint character, like the great white hunter type character, and of course, spoilers, he gets eaten by the alligator. What a twist! Yeah, but yes. Yeah, so Henry Silva died on September fourteenth at ninety five. R.I.P. He will be missed. Okay. Um. Next on our list is let me find her here. Uh, oh, come on, L. Uh, let's see here, Louise. 
oh God, I hate this stupid freaking. It's like, who is? No, that's not what I said. And now I can't get back to the notes here. There we go. Um, next on the list um, was Academy Award. I believe she's a winner. Let me double check here. Um, she's a winner. Pick me a winner. <laughs> yes, she did. Okay, so Academy, uh, Academy Award winner uh, Louise Fletcher passed away. Uh, most famously, she was uh, Nurse Ratchet, which is the movie, or which is the role she won the Academy Award for. Um, in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, I had not heard about her death. Oh, you didn't? No, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, she died uh, back... She also died the 23rd. So she... Or, 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 wow, actually, she died on what would have been Henry Silva's birthday. So <laughs> she was 88 years old. Um, she... Uh, let's see here what it says. It even says cause of death. Probably natural causes. I'm sure. Yeah, natural causes. Um, and yeah, she... Did you ever see One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah. I mean, her role in that, like, she plays that so well that, like, you really want to see her die in the end. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Especially like, that scene that, that there's that great scene that she has with Brad Dourif, who, who was also nominated for an Oscar for the movie, um, in which, you know, McMurphy's got him laid, and, you know, because the whole thing is, like, how he's kind of neurotic and he has the stutter and you know, he's got all these problems when in reality it's like he just needed to be a regular kid that's kind of the whole point mm -hmm. and then he you know you know he had he has sex with the you know you know like i said he he has sex with a woman and then you know she catches him in the and they they were in her office and and then you know she's kind of saying like how how could you do this blah 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 and kind of berating about it and he's and his stutter's gone away you can clearly tell that he's he's cured he's adjusted and then she goes well i'm afraid i'm gonna have to tell your mother about this and then that's when he starts flipping out and freaking out <laughs> and then like you know and it's like she sent him back over the edge just because yep. because she she's a... yeah well she it was all about a power trip for her mm -hmm. and and oh you take you you're undermining me and then of course she tells him this and like they lock him in her office just lock him in my office and then he kills himself i think i forget if he uses scissors or glass but he like slits it i think he if he slits his throat or he slits his i think it's yeah i think it's he slits his throat because of how fast he dies but um and yeah and it's just like god like she's such a such a bitch in that role and plays it so well um another another role that i always remember her for was the remake of uh, uh invaders from mars did you ever see that no so she plays the like kind of like the evil teacher that's that's been turned in, that or that's been taken over by an alien or whatever, and she always says the main character's name like first and last. She's David Gardner, and we uh, on another podcast uh, I, that I'm part of, uh, sh the movie is starting. We actually watched that um, with uh, my friend Laszlo, and uh, you know it's it's one of those things where, where I think we talked about in there. If you ever play a drinking game with how many times she says David Gardner. You won't be able to lift your head <laughs> at the end of that movie because it's always David Gardner. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, but no, she was really good. She played villains so very well. Like she, there was this weird, there was this demeanor she would always have about her that was just kind of menacing. Um, 
which is really i mean like you don't really think of of, of a um of, of like a, a female actor of like being able to be menacing you know when you think menacing you think oh it's got to be sort of like a, a jack palance or a, or a um oh what can it christopher lee but no she actually could be menacing in so many ways um in, in a nun-like way yes yeah like very kind of like like i'm going to and even like there's the whole thing too it, it, like to go back to one foot of the cuckoo's nest whenever mcmurphy is kind of acting up and she's like in a very sweet voice she's like if you don't do this i'm going to electroshock you <laughs> it's just like oh jesus you know like this lady's a mm -hmm. sociopath you know um but yeah um once again uh you know she left behind an incredible body of work um let's see how many my acting she had 136 acting credits um and yeah and as i said she and and took home the oscar for uh best was it best supporting i want to say let's see what does it say i think it's best supporting oh no she was she was the lead yeah. she uh yeah she was the uh, uh for best leading actress so yeah um and yeah so amazing job and uh you know Huge, as they say on, um, you know, uh, Hollywood Babylon, huge bucket of win. And RIP, uh, Louise Fletcher, you will be missed. Um, and the last one, this one, this one was brand new. It happened today, or at least it was announced today. Um, how do you spell her name? That wasn't a rhetorical question. Who? Uh, well, you know, Loretta Lynn. Oh, yeah, Loretta Lynn. Let's see. I'll just uh, go to the front. L-O-R-E-T-T-A. Uh, oh, there we are. Okay. Um, so, yeah, this one was today. She uh, So, Loretta Lynn, famous uh, country music singer, Loretta Lynn, um, known for being a coal miner's daughter, um, passed away today at the age of 90. Uh she uh, it says at this point undisclosed. I mean, obviously you can guess if she was ninety, it's more than likely natural causes. Um, and uh, yeah, the black lung, yeah, the black lung. Oh yes, the black lung from uh, from from the from the coal mines. Um, but yeah, famously had a a movie um, made about her starring Sissy Spacek, which I think Sissy Spacek even may have gotten the may have gotten Academy Award for that. I can't remember um uh called coal miner's daughter uh she was she's really a kind of an american uh success story this it's, it's literally uh someone who used her talent uh to, who was who was born who was born dirt poor that's i.e why coal miner's daughter uh -huh. and used her talent uh and ambition to um become like a huge uh, star in the country music world and uh, much yeah, like and, Dolly Parton. Yes. And, and, and that was the thing is like they, they did some duets, you know, um, <clears throat> trying to look to see if there's anything on her. Apparently. Oh, this is so apparently she has native uh, Cherokee ancestry. I didn't know that. Um, Does she really though? Or is it like most people they well, think I mean, they do? Well, according to that, they really is, don't. I mean, Looking at her and looking, looking at her complexion, looking at her, I mean, like, yes, she can tell she's white, but I, I definitely can see like uh, uh, American Indian influence in there with her hair and her eyes. Um, 
but yeah, she, uh, you know, had many, many hits, um, many, many platinum records. Uh, and what does it say here? Oh, come on. Uh, what is it? AMA. I don't know what AMA is, but apparently she won a lot of them. Oh, she, uh, let's see here. Won at least three. Let's see here. Is it just three or and like going through all her awards here and it's just four so she won four grammys uh within her lifetime mm-hmm. um one for uh after the fire is gone uh and then another for let's see here where is it um portland oregon which is a song apparently not this not the city um <laughs> Van Lee Raw, Van Lee, Van Leer Rose. I'm not familiar with that one. Um, but she won one that, and then she also got a Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, but then was also nominated for a slew of them as well. So, so yeah, no, she very accomplished, uh, <laughs> to say the least. Um, and yeah, no, she, uh, you know, she leaves behind an impressive body of work, and once again. She will be missed. So R.I.P. Loretta Lynn. All right. And now the moment you folks have all been waiting for. Um, was, that, uh, was that all? That's, at least that's all I have, unless you have more. Well, no, I'm just trying to remember if, um, if anybody else did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if we did, then I'm sorry, and they yeah. will. You will be missed. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, should we, so, so I guess, we, well, first I guess we should explain what you and I did, our homework assignment. Um, so last night, um, I sent Caleb a text because we kind of, since we are kind of entering the spooky season, I think we're, we're kind of mm-hmm. talking about maybe doing a, a top five list of, you know, kind of like Halloween horror related stuff, um, and this week, uh, you know, we each it'll be top ten. It'll be five from each of us. Um, this week, we kind of talked about what about the you know uh, uh, family friendly, uh, like kind of stuff like family friendly Halloween stuff that you liked watching as a kid. Like what were your <laughs> top, you know your top five like stuff that stuff that's not necessarily horror, but it's it's Halloween related and it kind of right. kind of be, it's it's safe horror. It's kind of spooky. Stuff mm-hmm. you, 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 that you remember Ooh, watching. And this could be cart. This could be episodes <laughs> of cartoons. This could be movies. This could be TV specials. Um, and I rounded up. I rounded up mine. Um, no, I, I, I don't really have any particular order except for the last one. Like that one is kind of like my personal favorite. Um, but uh, I guess do you want to just trade off? Yeah, we'll just. You go. I go. Okay. Um, uh, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Well, it's your game, so you go. Okay, you will um, play your game, you rogue. So I will say this: like one of the things, and I think you can still find it on YouTube, but it, they they used to air it all the time if you had the Disney Channel. It was called uh, Disney's Halloween Treat, and it was literally all it was was just a collection of sort of scary, like quote unquote scary cartoons. Um, that Disney had put out, like they'd have the, they would show the, um, you know, the Mickey Mouse, uh, the Ghost Exterminators cartoon. Yeah, and, and that's funny because that was actually one of mine I listed here. Oh, that that cartoon or or the Disney's Halloween treat. Well, that cartoon, but but okay. that that kind of 
that thing that Disney used to do where they would yeah. show all those types of yeah. and that, it would, I remember, vignettes. I remember it had like, because uh, it also showed the thing from Fantasia with like the, the weird demon Night know, on Bald Mountain. Yeah, that one. That's yeah, also like... one of my list. <laughs> so apparently, I'm t- with that one special. I guess yeah. I just took away. <laughs> well, no, I mean it's just you know we grew up but, around the same time and we yeah. watched the same kind of stuff. And by the way, that demon was Chernabog. Chernabog. Uh, well, and I know Ch- they used, uh, Do you know who they used uh, as a model for that? Um, was it Sidney Poitier? No. No. Oh. Well, originally they they brought in. Um, Oh, what's his face? Bill Lugosi, but they didn't really like the facial expressions he was making. So then they mm. brought in uh, Basil Rothbone. Oh. To do it. So that's, you know, that's modeled after his facial expressions. Um, Chernobog. And uh, anywho, uh, in the, it would, and it would kind of show that, like just different, uh, di- like, uh, various different things. And it'd have like a narrator and kind of like these little cutaway scenes. Um, but yeah, like that one was always one of my go-tos. And I, you can still, well, for a while, I don't know if now now it might be harder because Disney's kind of a monster, but you could find it on YouTube. Like people had loaded it up there, and I remember always watching it because I had it. I had it as a kid. We had it on VHS that we'd recorded off. You know, you know what I mean. Like we you know, yeah. recorded it, and then we would just watch it over and over again. Uh, well, and, and so I mean, some of the stuff on my list, you know, there was that, and then there was the so night on Bald Mountain. Yeah. Um, and then trick or treat, the one with Donald Duck, where the okay, the, yeah, uh, and that, yeah, they and that was part of it, as which well. Hazel, yeah. yeah, where where they do the they do the Macbeth uh spell and like make him he's trying, like, they're trying to make him kick out the key because he swallows it, and, yeah. yeah, she sprays the stuff on his feet and makes him kick himself. Um, so is that your that's your first? I guess. <laughs> well, no, I'm I'm not listening. I'm in any okay. sort of order, but okay, well, just, just like just so you so I went so now so you throw one here. Yeah, so the the same thing. Um, you know that that whole that special Disney, Disney's whole thing of like doing those, and then sometimes they would show like clips from some of their cartoons that were kind of Halloween related, and they would yeah. play Bad Moon Rising. Yeah. Do you do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember that. That was uh that was the oh god, what was that show? Like where they would do like because I remember them also doing like showing, like Lady and the Tramp, and they'd play that only have eyes for you. And yeah, it was a show that would come on Disney Channel where they would just like sort of make videos out of these songs. And I don't but, remember the name of that what's show. What's funny about this this Donald Duck uh, trick or treat thing? It introduced Witch Hazel. Yeah. Who was the character in the Looney Tunes cartoon? Yeah. Yep, and and voiced, I believe, by the same character. It was uh, yeah, June, June Foray. Yeah, so um, so there's there's that, and then of course there's um, water, water, every hair with Bugs Bunny and the the monster. Yeah, um, what was the monster's name? Uh, it was oh dang it, I used to know that. Um, Let's see, here. Uh, like not Cecil, but. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, it's something like that where it's not like what you'd think it like, would be. Like, uh, let's see here. I don't know. Look it up. Looney Tunes hair monster. Yeah. <laughs> let's see here. Uh, Gozer or, or Goss- Gossamer. That's what it is. Gossamer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's weird because yeah. they've called him something else before yeah. too. But yeah. 
Um, all right, I guess. So I'll go. Well, and, and, and 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 then um, broomstick bunny, which is the other one with June uh, foray as which the one with Hansel. 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 Another one of my favorites, uh, and this was this I remember was on the same uh, uh, tape as the uh, Disney's Halloween treat uh, was Halloween on Grinch Night. Do you remember that one? Um, was that the one with Grinch? Yeah, it's one. It, so it's weird because Halloween is in the title, but really Halloween has nothing to do with it because <laughs> and even like yeah, uh, let me find it here. Um, and it's the the guy who was uh who would always do like the the magic mirror on the disney stuff who voices yeah like, uh what was that let's see here halloween eggshell mm. yes yes on <laughs> yes yes Grin. oh there it is so now they even thing is though now like yeah like, if you, it, it just says it's grinch night if you look at the title but i guess it says original title halloween on grinch night and the idea is like there's like a wind coming and the 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 sour sweet wind comes and that makes the Grinch want to go down to Whoville and and they're all afraid of the Grinch at this point like oh no the Grinch is coming and then there's the little boy Yukaria who's uh you know a little who who ends up getting blown up near the mount like Mount Crumpet Crumpet or whatever and he's trying his best to stall the Grinch before while the wind stops and there's a there's um a song i remember that would always make me cry and it's because henry gibson does the voice of max and he sings this song and it's like this really depressing song <laughs> and i hated it because it made me cry <laughs> oh, oh. it's like how so was this a i remember this but was it a prequel yeah, I think I mean it. It was made. It was made uh, after uh, Grinch Stole Christmas, but it was clearly I think it's supposed to be a prequel. Because mm-hmm. yeah, this one was made in '77. I think Grinch Stole Christmas or How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, it was made in '66, so it was made like uh, almost a decade or over a decade later. Um, but uh, but yeah, like it was one of those ones that I remember watching. Like they would play it in school as well too. Like they would, uh, like you know, whenever oh we're, we're you know. Mm-hmm. I, the teacher oh. needs time to plan stuff so here watch this movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> they don't really do that as much anymore i notice um yeah you don't get to see you don't get to see fun movies well, anymore. That's not budget yeah um but uh but yeah so that was one that was like i said it was just kind of fun and you had like these spooky moments like there is some uh there's a scene like where he goes in his like spook wagon or whatever and you know all these monsters or stuff and stuff are trying to scare him because the whole idea is like I said he's Yukari is trying to to stall him until the sour sweet wind goes away and then of course once it does he's like well now I got to go back up the hill for some reason because it says so in the script uh, but, oh. but no I mean that was always a fun one to watch um, uh, I guess your turn well I mean growing up. Um... Disney Channel was pretty huge for all yeah. of it uh, because it was one of the only channels that actually like played kid stuff. Yeah, uh, it's like that. You had that, and you had Nickelodeon. You know, <laughs> well, but even before Nickelodeon, like Nickelodeon yeah. didn't come out until sometime in the late '80s. Before that, Disney was it. Yeah, um, 
because we, you know, we'd always watch all the old movies like Blackbeard's Ghost and um, uh, Herbie the Love Bug. Yeah, and, Herbie, Swiss Family and, Robinson, uh, like uh, all that. Shaggy Dog. Yeah. yeah, all those old Disney movies. Um, but anyway, do you remember the skeleton dance? Is that the, like, that's like the black and white one, right? Yeah, the black and white one with the skeletons and they're just dancing. Yeah. And it was made in 1929, but that one always, I always liked that one. Yeah. Um, when they would show it, because it was just so weird. Is that the one, like, and I forget if it's that one or if it's a different cartoon, but there's one where you see, like, a darker colored skeleton that says, like, it's meant to be red, but it's black and white, so you can't really tell, but it says red skeleton, a red skeleton, meaning red skeleton. Uh, possibly it's been I, I haven't seen it for a long time but um i just sent you a screenshot of it i mean you know which one i'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah yeah but um yeah it uh i don't know just the the things that they were doing and the way they danced i always yeah kind of that i always have a memory of that and i still think about it today yeah sometimes i'll just be walking around and go you know the skeletons yeah, yeah. Um, well, that was like one of those early like ones with sound, you know. <laughs> so yeah, part of the silly symphonies that yeah. they used to always play on Disney. Yeah, because they they were like the they were they were just stuff. You know, back back in the back in the day, you know, you'd go to you'd go see your movie, you'd pay your dime and or your nickel, and you'd get a movie, and you'd get a car, you'd get a cartoon newsreel and a movie. You know? Right, which is where Looney Tunes started too. Yeah, Merry Melodies. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. Let me go down the list here. Um, so this is one that we're, we're switching. I'm going to switch over to live action. Um, I have a feeling if anybody saw this movie, it was you. Uh, do you, did you ever watch Transylvania six, 5,000? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was another one. Always... Jim Carrey was in that. No, 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 not uh, Jim Carrey. Not that's, Jim Carrey. Uh, uh, that's one spitting. Um, oh yeah. 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 Uh, but let's see. Let me see here. Transylvania Jeff Goldblum. Yes, Jeff uh, yeah. Goldblum. Damn it. <laughs> Let's see here. What? Uh, yes. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, yes, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, Jeff, and, uh, Jeff Goldblum. And, um, you know, uh, uh, Ed Bagley Jr. Uh, were in that. Uh, and that was one that I just remembered, you know, always loved because it had all the class, sort of like, even though the, the big twist is, is that they're not really monsters. But mm-hmm. like you had all, you, know, you had your universal monsters. You had Frankenstein. You had the Wolfman. You had Dracula. Who Did he have Nards? Like... What's that? Did he have Nards? Oh no! Actually, well, yeah, it was it was Donald. Uh, what's his face? The guy who played Ogre from uh, uh, Donald Gibb from Goonies. No, that's Sloth. Oh no, Ogre. Yeah, Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was the Wolfman. I just remember there's a thing because like, he was supposed to have like. He was supposed to have that, you know, that thing like where like, a lot of times you see like I think it's more prevalent in like Latino people, but like where they have the the dog face or they have like the hairy face. Yeah, like he was supposed to have like that disorder, uh, uh, but everybody thought he was a wolf man. Um, and then, uh, and then Gina Davis plays like a female vampire who they're implying <laughs> like this is a thing too that went over my head. And granted, this is a PG, this is a PG movie, so it's still. <laughs> It still goes, it's still within our, within what we're talking about here of like sort of kid friendly, but she was supposed to be a nymphomaniac. 
<laughs> I mean that whole thing. Yeah, you know that whole kids that whole kids thing. You know, but that, whole, that like as a kid watching it, like I never realized that. But as a full grown adult now watching, like, oh yeah, that was supposed to be her problem. Was she's an info, uh, and also Michael Richards was in it as sort of like an Igor type character, um, like or you know or, or more so Fritz, I guess. And then there was John Biner, who was another kind of Igor character. Uh, Jeffrey Jones before his before his you know troubles with the law um and uh and then carol kane um and yeah like it was you know it was a fun little comedy and it was it was done by uh or was directed and written by a guy named rudy uh, deluca now if you don't know who he is he was one of uh or i guess he's, he's still I'm not talking about in the past tense he's still alive he was uh a guy that mel brooks loved to use in his movies so like and he, and he wrote a lot of mel brooks stuff like he wrote high anxiety um and uh he had uh he would he, would, he was uh vinny in space balls the like robotic um, yeah guy and he was the hut. yeah and he was in in high society he was also the um uh whatever you call it the uh the murderer the guy with the metal teeth mm-hmm. um but uh but yeah like he he wrote a lot and he wrote uh the movie caveman uh with uh uh, uh ringo star and dennis quaid and Shelley Long, um, and yeah, no. So, and, and if you really watch Transylvania Six Five Thousand, you can definitely see it does kind of have that Mel Mel Brooks feel, especially like a scene that I can think of where there's a thing where Ed Bagley Jr. They're trying to break into this sort of mental institution, and they don't know how to get in. And there's this thing where Ed Bagley and then Jeff Jeff Goldblum goes, "Here, quick, start climbing on this fence," and then and he goes, "Why? What did this do?" And he goes. Patient trying to get out. Patient trying to get out. And then, of course, they grab Ed Bagley Jr. and bring him in. And that distracts him. And then, like, the callback to that is later on after they have what they need from that from the middle institution. He goes, now how the hell am I supposed to get out of here? He goes, quick, start climbing on the fence again. And he goes, what do you mean? He's like, man trying to get in. Man trying to get in. <laughs> and then, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just, you know it was it was fun you know it was one of those fun things I remember yeah. watching as a kid. I mean I I don't know how well it's aged. I have I can guarantee you I have not seen it in probably yeah it's been years. a long time. Yeah. But it was another one. Of, it was another one of those movies where we recorded it off of HBO and oh it also had oh what's her face um where is it what's her name um uh Teresa G- uh, Genzel I think it's her I think it's how you say her last name but she was one of those ladies who was everywhere in the 80s because she was in the toy she was the stepmom that was always that busty you know oh hello you know she <laughs> kind of would play the same roles as um oh why can't i think of her name harley quinn uh, arlene sorkin kind of like they, like the two of them often were cast as the same types of roles in movies mm-hmm. um but uh but yeah no it was a, it was a fun one you know it was it was one of those things as a kid like it kind of introduced me a lot to the I really feel like I give that one credit as introducing me to uh, a lot of the universal monsters and stuff like that. And also I think it may have been the first thing I ever watched that had um, Jeff Goldblum in it. And I believe that is also because uh, I want to say this happened, this came out before the fly, you know, cause they were, he was, he and Gina Davis were, I believe married. Um, let's let me look here at his, uh, and, 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 and yeah they, they were married uh, and they more than likely met uh on that set 
you know, because they were married in 1987. So uh, probably Transylvania 65,000 is uh, where he met um, Gina Davis. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he'll do that. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. Okay. So what do you got next? Well, you mentioned it earlier. It's called Lonesome Ghosts. Uh, from 1937 with Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, who are ghost exterminators. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about it, you know, they they would show it all the time. And yeah. it's four ghosts. They're looking in the newspaper, and they see an ad for these ghost exterminators, so they invite them over in hijinks ensues. Yeah. But it's, it's funny because you can... It, like it's basically the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. where the it is where the line. I ain't right. afraid of no Goofy, ghosts. Goofy says it. Goofy's yeah. line. He says, "I ain't afraid of no ghosts." Ghost? And yeah. and it's like, okay, so I guess the whole thing was based on that. Yeah. yeah. Which, if you really, if you really want to get technical, that means he's not afraid of living people. Right. Because <laughs> he ain't afraid negative. of no ghosts. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. uh, and you know, and again, it, it all it, it was all Disney basically because that's just all we watched. Yeah, we were, I mean, we watched other stuff, but a yeah. lot of it was Disney. Yeah, um, as I say, like my last two were definitely not well. One of them, I will say, one of them is still aired to this day, which I'm sure you can probably guess what this one is. I'll, I'll say that one first because I'll save the other one, which is one that I, I feel is a travesty that it doesn't really come on. TV anymore, uh, but so the 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 next one on my list um, is of course it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. You know, like that's yeah, that's a staple. Right. That was one that you know, even I, I, mean, I never really enjoyed that one as much. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's still fun. I mean, the, yeah, they got some really good stuff. A lot of people like it. Yeah, well, and also just the idea. It's one of those things too, where I realized that a lot of Peanuts humor is subtle and. Kids, I think, love it. Just kids always just love seeing Snoopy. You know, that was yeah. the thing. Like, oh, look, Snoopy's yeah. look at Snoopy. He's being the the World War One flying ace, and they just love to watch Charlie Brown get bullied. Yeah, but but the thing as as an adult, you kind of see the humor, like the whole thing of like, you know, Linus commit like like just the idea of like Linus committing to the idea of the Great Pumpkin and being ridiculed for it, and then <laughs> trying which you know, which reminds me of the uh, robot chicken spoof on that. Oh yeah, it's, it's like you remember that? Tree. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it comes and like kills everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's like then, you are real. But Charlie, yeah, Charlie Brown uh, tricks it by like getting it close to the kite eating tree, and it eats the great pumpkin. <laughs> it's rest, my friends. <laughs> but uh, but no, like there's stuff like you know, um, like like you know the line that he has whenever whenever um. Oh God! What uh, Sally? Whenever you know she wastes, you know she she misses the trick or treat stuff, um, you know because she spends the night out in the corn, uh, not cornfield, uh, pumpkin patch with with Linus, and she gets super pissed and starts you know like saying that she owes him restitution and shakes him, and he looks over mm-hmm. at Charlie Brown and says, "You've heard of fury of a woman scorned, haven't you?" And he goes and he goes, "I guess so." He goes, "Well, that's nothing compared to the fury of a woman who missed out on trick or treats." You know, it's like a little kid's not really going to get that joke. Yeah. <laughs> They've never even heard of Fury of Woman Scorn. Um, yeah. But yeah, and there's like the idea too of like Lucy, um, you know, with the the whole thing of her going door to door, like basically getting pity candy. Like, uh, I had to give an extra piece of candy for my stupid brother, blah, 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 blah. 
Yeah. And um and yeah, no, it's like I said, it's it was it's fun, you know, it's kinda of, like I said, it's, I think you, well and then and then the, the whole joke of like, hey Charlie Brown, we need a model for our pumpkin. Would you like to would you like to do it for us? And he's like, You want me to model? And then they end up just drawing on the back of his bald head. <laughs> Once again, yeah. tormenting this poor little child who has no parents. Who has, well, who has, like, he, has, he has some parents. They go, wah, 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 uh, wah, wah. I know, it's just all these kids. Yeah. yeah but, um, but yeah, which I'm actually surprised they've never done a, well, other than like the, the stage thing of you're a good man, Charlie Brown, but why they've never tried to do a live action movie. But who knows? Well, I guess. That was also part of the whole uh, Charles Schultz thing about how he said you can't do anything new with it after I die, <laughs> or at least like, or, or it has to everything everything. If you make more cartoons, they have to be of existing scripts that I did. So hmm. stories that I wrote. What a dick. Yeah. Well, you know, just let us use your stuff, dude. Good grief, Caleb. Yeah. Um, but no, as I said, like it was. Hard. It was one that was always fun, and then also, you know, once again, that's the, the whole thing of like uh, lose. That's the first time I think I saw Lucy pulling the ball from Charlie Brown. Which God, I don't see how anybody like. To be honest, it's like when people say like, "Oh, Lucy's a great character." I'm like, "No, she's not. She's freaking evil. <laughs> she was the worst. She's a sadist." <laughs> <laughs> um. So going back to the Disney pool. Mm-hmm. Do you remember all the, you know, the the tall tales stuff like Paul Bunyan and um, yeah, Pecos uh, Bill, Pecos Bill, yeah, yeah, Pecos Bill, Johnny Appleseed, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, well, Disney had the the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, yeah, which and, was which was narrated by Basil Rothbone. <laughs> ah, there oh, wait, go. was that one about or? Or maybe he did, or maybe he did them both because that was that was actually released as a double feature because it was uh, the adventure, the, the and, and the adventures of Ichabod and Mister Toad. Oh yes, yeah. I yeah. forget if he did if he narrated both of those or just the one, but I'm fairly sure he did. That. Uh, this one was Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Okay. Yeah. And he so did, the other one must have been him. Yeah. But yeah, so it was a two parter, and they would always sometimes they would show them together, but yeah. Um, I, I always loved it because it, it Ichabod always looked so weird and of course he all, he was also Johnny Appleseed yeah like they had the same animation style for yeah. Johnny Appleseed well and and... I remember in that in that Ichabod uh, the cartoon that's where you have that famous cartoon image of the moon and the hand like the the hands look like they're just strangling the moon mm-hmm. like that comes from that cartoon yeah and um, but I always loved it because. It was, I mean, for a cartoon, it's pretty dark because yeah. because he's being chased by the headless horseman, and and uh, you there's doubt whether he survived. You know, yeah. he gets across the bridge, and then it doesn't tell you, oh, he got away. You know, it's like yeah. no, there's it, it's in in doubt. You don't know, and. Um, I don't know. It was back when Disney wasn't afraid to be dark. Yeah. And, well, and in, in the point, 80s, was... that's pretty much how all kids stuff was. It was like, oh, kids don't get this, but the adults who are watching yeah. are like, well, And to be fair, when, when that Ichabod cartoon was made, cartoons really weren't made for children. They were made for the adults. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, that's why you look at Looney Tunes. You look at a lot of the old Disney stuff, and it's like, yeah, children children like them because they're funny animals doing stuff. But it's like these clearly were not made for children. <laughs> no. <laughs> Even though our whole point of this is that they're made for children. family friendly. Yeah. yeah. But, but uh, hey, well, you know, it's that's not how like... that's how it was in the eighties. It taught yeah. you right yeah. away that hey, kids, life's not yeah. all great. Um, Get used to it. So here's my my last one. The one I saved for last is one that has several names. Uh, the name that like that I grew well. well so the uh, and this is one like I said. I'm I'm pissed that it's not on. Te- they don't show it on television anymore. However, you can find it on YouTube or you know I believe. Like I have, I have a copy of it on DVD, um, but uh, it was called, you know, it, it's called, if you look it up on IMDb, Garfield in Disguise, but it was, uh, when it aired on television, it even says it in the opening titles, it's called Garfield's Halloween Adventure. Yeah. Um, and I always loved that one because, like that one, you know, yeah, it's him and Odie going on, like basically going trick-or-treating and and just kind of like they encounter actual ghosts so it it has like kind of spooky parts of it too like and like the Ooh, creepy old man that tells them the the story about the pirates and then yeah. uh, i always love the you know the 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 offhanded jokes that you know the the, the garfield humor of like whatever like he goes all right odie uh where we need to we need to head across put out the oars and odie throws them out of the boat yes <laughs> i'd make him walk a plank if i had one you know? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I that. came across that one too. I, I kind of was looking up uh, some old '80s and '90s Halloween special stuff, and um, just trying to remind myself of some of the ones maybe I had forgotten. And that one came up. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say this: that that one was a huge influence on Kid Ninja, especially the the Halloween. I even. I think I even stole the title. <laughs> I think we call it Kid Ninja's Halloween Adventure or Kid Ninja Halloween Adventure mm. is what we call the first one. <laughs> just because I was like, oh, mm. they're they're gonna call it disguised. Screw it, I'm taking that title. Uh, <laughs> but, but um, and really, like, actually, both of my the last two on my list were like were very much influenced by or, or very much influences on on Kid Ninja because the whole thing of you know. They got to get to the, you know, the, the whole thing in Garfield is like, oh man, there, there's probably more candy. There's, there's great candy on the other side of this, uh, on the other side of the lake or the other side of the river. Um, and the whole point of Kid Ninja is he wants to get to that house that's all the way at the, the dark end, spooky end, you know, much like Garfield, you know, <laughs> goes to that spooky house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even recall like, like when my, my original script, I, I don't, I think, I think he kept it. Um, but, uh, there is a thing where I believe he said, I believe like one of the kids says whenever they, they kind of like leave kid ninja to go off on, on his journey. One of the kids says, all right, let's all go to Violet's for the big Halloween party. Cause Violet was the girl who had the Halloween party in great pumpkin. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they, that, there is that line. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Joel had kind of, I know there was a thing where Joel, I had a kid, we had a kid dressed up as a ghost and he goes, I got a rocking amount of candy, which, Joel put in there as a reference to I got a rock, you know. Yeah. So implying that, oh, these are these are kids on the same night, you know. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, uh, but no, the Gar- Garfield's Halloween adventure. Um mm-hmm. I always well, love because 
like I said, it's and it was it was uh, like it's got some great songs in it too. Um, because it's it's uh, Lou Rawls. You know, he did a lot of Gar- Garfield stuff. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna put on my best disguise and go knocking on everybody's door. This is the night. This is the night. <laughs> I wasn't reading for because this is the night. Well, Once do you want to hear my music. last one? Well, it's not my last, last yeah. one, but it's my te- last technical one. Yeah. So obviously, uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. Uh, those were always fun. Mm. Um, even even now that I don't watch Simpsons as I still, much, yeah, I'll still tune in for that. <laughs> I, I always, yeah, I always make sure to watch the Treehouse of Horror just because they're still pretty good. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was always fun to see the the names, you know, like Matt Green Groaning and or Batten, and sometimes it would Bat, be Bat Groaning, yeah, yeah, Bat Groaning, yeah. Um, and then just some of the stories that have come out yeah. of that. Some of my honorable amendments. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I, I really, the one year, like for some reason, it was like a really bloody episode of it. It was the one with the uh, the dolphins. Uh, like one of them's the dolphin story, and the other one is the the fairy tale land, which is still the the thing with the Hansel and Gretel thing where they throw her in the oven. <laughs> like, like first off, the setup to a joke where she's like poking Lisa to make her clean up faster, and he goes, "Because you know, maybe if you know you were nicer and you know, and you know, did something with yourself, you could probably find a man." She goes, "What are you talking about? I have a boyfriend." You know, yeah. What's his name? Uh, George. George Cauldron. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, his, his friend Ed Ladle, and then you know. <laughs> The Homer shows up there, and they end up throwing her in the in the oven. And then, you know, knock on the door. It's like, hi, I'm George. Clo- I'm George Cauldron. Is Agnes ready? <laughs> oh, she'll be ready in twenty minutes. <laughs> but the concert's at eight. That's <laughs> uh, such a. Uh, um, oh, what's his face? The. I can't think. Dana Gould joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> but yeah. No. But what were you gonna say? Well, um, you know, the, uh, honorable mentions. Just the, you know how every year Jimmy Kimmel used to do the dress up, the Halloween stuff, like his entire band. Yeah. And himself and Guillermo would all dress as a theme. And um, it was always funny to see what their theme was. You know, one year it was Avengers, so he was dressed as like Thor, and mm-hmm. Cleto, the band leader, was dressed as uh, Iron Man, and somebody else was Hulk. And then through the years, it was always funny. Um, I don't know that they've done it the last couple of years, though, yeah. but I always oh, enjoyed that. And also, just Halloween specials in general, you know, like yeah. on. On TV shows like Full House and Family Matters and that Roseanne kind of stuff. And, yeah. Roseanne, whenever they would have Halloween specials, I, I just yeah. enjoyed the fact that oh hey they're writing like you know fun real life stuff into it. Like yeah. what would it what it, would it be like for these characters to do Halloween? And even though I don't like Tim Allen as much anymore, whenever they would do the Halloween stuff on that, mm-hmm. um, just in general Halloween specials yeah. were, were always fun as a kid. Yeah. 
or any special Christmas specials, Halloween yeah. specials. No, that but that's a whole other list. Caleb. Specials, <laughs> special specials. Caleb, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, uh, and that'll probably also end up on a Christmas list too, because it's because you know they had the bright idea of hey, what are the what are the most Let's money combine the two? <laughs> well, kind of like uh, Audrey Plaza with, or Aubrey Aubrey Plaza with the Christmas witch. Have you seen that her her children's book that she wrote? I think. Well, I saw her. I saw on Instagram like she had. Yeah, I was like talking something about it. And I saw her like with that hat on, like a witch hat on. Now I, yeah. Now I know why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you just thought it was a normal day for Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, that it also reminds me. There was all. Do you remember? I think it's worst witch ever. With mm-hmm. a young Feruza Bulk and um, oh, what's his face? Uh. Uh, talks like that. <laughs> no, I not, not Matt Barry. No, not Matt Barry, but uh, you know, uh, more like this. You know, <laughs> transsexual, <laughs> transvestite, or whatever. Tim uh, Curry. Tim Curry, yeah. Where he was like the <laughs> wizard, or oh. whatever. And then, oh. and then Charlotte Ray uh, was also oh. in it. From you know, girls, girls. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see Worst Witch ever? I don't know. I don't think it's Mildred Hubble. You don't remember that? No, I don't know. I don't I remember I... Young Feruza Bulk. I remember Young Feruza Bulk from uh, Return to Oz. It was, yeah, it was around that time when she made this. I think it was an HBO made, for, like a made for HBO movie. Uh, we'll see. We didn't have HBO. And then there was uh, a. We just like had it, Disney. It was. It, it's a. It's a series of books, and I think they were trying. It was meant to be a pilot. For and then, but then it didn't happen. But then later, I think years later, there ended up being like this sort of limited run show that didn't have like it was at this point, Fruza Bullock was like an adult, like doing the craft, you know. So, uh, and and in that one, she's a pretty terrible witch, too. So, you know, Uh, (laughs) well, she's still a worse witch, yeah. Well, but, um. But yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other. Well, I mean, another honorable mention would probably be um, Monster Squad. Yeah, you know, although that one was a <laughs> little more extreme because, like, it does have like cursing and mm-hmm. it's kind of like your. It's you know, it's 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 you're kind of almost turning you know your 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 ten year old horror movie yeah. or your eleven year old watching it horror movie yeah. because. It's like pre, I'd say a, a nice preteen introduction. Yeah, Wolfman Scott Nards. Nards, but yeah, I mean it's basically Goonies meets Universal Monsters. Yeah, uh, and the and written well, by Shane Black. No, oh. it was actually one of the first screenplays he ever wrote was Monster Squad, hmm. and he uses the F word in it, and I don't mean you know the curse word, but you know. Because he also he seemed to really like to use it. Because he also uses it, and you know the word I'm referring to, uh, the cigarette. Uh, yeah, um, he uh, uses that in Lethal Weapon a few times too, and it's like, ah, oh, he really likes well, that word. It was word. a different time, you know. Oh yeah, bundles of wood and everything. Yes, or or we're we're learning something more about Shane Black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyhow, I guess I guess that completes our our our, our top fives. <laughs> Um. So there you go. Yeah, time to end the um, episode. Anything else you would like to say before we wrap it up? Spooky. Ooh. Ooh.
All right. Well, um, I guess that about does it. So uh, once again, for you, for those of you still listening. Um, yeah. Hopefully I'll uh, get it out by Halloween. Yeah. Thank I've, you, had a, uh, I've had our last episode kind of sitting on the rocks. Yeah. And I've been like, ah, I should edit. I, even... I should edit, but I don't want to. Well, you can always do this one first. Oh. Well, no, I'll do that one and put it out. And then this one will be for Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. Uh, um, but yeah, so for those of you uh, listening, uh, thank you very much. And remember, if you like what it is that we do here, please. Which is nothing at all. <laughs> please. Yes. Please. Please. <laughs> But no, please remember to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share this podcast with others. Spooky season. Let's Spooky do it. Spooky season. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, Caleb, have you seen The Ghost of John? Uh, all white bones with the skin all gone? Ooh. Wouldn't it be cold with no skin on? Yes, it would. <laughs> All right. Take her easy, folks. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Like think you got, a, got yourself an episode there. Yeah. Hey, an hour, under an hour and a half. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, uh, we could cut some of the first yeah. stuff off, but. Exactly. So we got um, our show, but. Oh. It, it, it is a Halloween special, after all. Yeah. 